Yo, hope you're having a dope day and thank you for tuning in. This is the Sneaker People Pod and I'm Chris Chu. For those wondering, yes, this is a The Sneaker Podcast presentation. Uh, so shout out to the guys over at TSP. Today we are welcoming uh, for a as a return guest, uh, Mr. Sean Go. How's it going, Sean? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me here. Yep. Uh, definitely a pleasure. Definitely a pleasure. Uh, Sean and I go way back, I guess we can say, uh, in, t- in sneaker terms. Um, why I mentioned this was a uh, return guest is uh, we. this is probably take number 2.1 of this interview. Um, we, we did record our previous interview in its entirety, and uh, my bad, the audio was kind of crap. So... Um, yeah, Sean is gracious enough to uh, join me again on the interview, uh, and I think this time it'll come out clean. Yeah, yeah. fingers crossed this time, man. Fingers we crossed. Got this. We got I, this. And you mentioned uh, how it's kind of a trend, uh, the bad audio on podcasts. Yeah, I was telling you, uh, I was part of the True to Size podcast with the Canada Got Soul Boys, and uh, yeah. I was the guest for their 2019 end of year uh, sneaker pick awards. We spent like an hour and a half filming or recording this whole video or sorry, this whole podcast. And then Lawrence realizes the day after he's like, oh, damn, oh, the, the audio actually didn't record. The the red light wasn't on the whole time. Yeah. Or this this wire is loose. What's up? <laughs> Probably yeah. just an excuse to get me back on. I, do you, now that you think back, maybe it was like a precursor to like 2020. I know the right? the 2019 review went poorly, and then it's like <laughs> everything went to shit. It's all your guys' fault. A sign of things to come, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, for those who don't know, Sean, go. Uh, what have you been doing? Where? What rock have you been uh, chilling under? Uh, Sean Go is a renowned sneaker photographer or photographer in, in his own right. And a, uh, a, a, what I like to call a big time YouTuber, big time sneaker YouTuber as well. Um, that's my intro of you. Maybe you can tell the people what you do normally. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just like when people ask me that, it's hard to pigeonhole myself because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm just a guy just like you that really is just, I'm really passionate about shoes and, yeah. um, I've just kind of found this niche that I've carved for myself and whether that's through uh, taking pictures for Instagram or uh, creating video on YouTube, um, yeah. it's just expressing my love and passion for shoes at the end of the day. I think when we first uh, met, quote unquote, uh, it was through Instagram and it was probably back in 2016-ish mm-hmm. and um do you at the time do you remember what your instagram follower account count was it was it back in 2016 ballpark probably around 10 around 10k i think at that point 10k yep and um you were you were so you were pretty well known in the sneaker community as a a dope photographer right so you're taking did did you have photography skills before jumping jumping into sneaker shooting or was it just sneaker shooting your your entry point into like uh the camera works no so it was definitely um it was definitely much more like i don't know just a hobby i would do on vacations and and stuff like that Uh so my portfolio back then or even before 2016 it was a lot more um varied a lot more landscape photography and just like food photography and just people photography, which I still do. I just don't really post it on my uh, ESCO 8 Instagram account, but um, I just had a general interest in photography and a general interest in sneakers and the two kind of merged uh, and became what it is today, I guess. Did you take like a class to learn photography or I think a lot of Instagram shooters are like self-taught? Yeah, it was definitely self-taught. Um, I started back probably 2000 and I don't even know, like mid 2000s when it was like those brick um, <laughs> five megapixel, five, five pound cameras. <laughs> five was like the top of the line. 
<laughs> yeah, those Sony five megapixel cameras. But I started back in the day with that, um, and then I just step by step just evolved with DSLRs, and now I've I've started uh, working with mirrorless cameras. So it's uh, it's been a nice journey. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. And from from there, at what point do you remember the point at which you were like, you know what? I like sneakers. I like taking photos. This is the path I want to be on. Like sneaker photos. I don't think there was like a specific point in time where I said, you know, it's I'm going to focus all my energy on this stuff. It's mm-hmm. more a very gradual process as as I started uploading more uh, sneaker photos on yeah. not only Instagram, but I, I was also part of uh, I'm still part of Nike Talk and. Uh, back in the day, there was Soul Collective forums. <laughs> Hold on there. <clears throat> You're still part of Nike Talk. Does... Yeah, man. It's still are alive. You, are you still logging in and checking I... the chat? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah totally. For real? Yeah. I'm... Yeah, okay. All right. We'll talk about that a bit later. <laughs> but, okay, go on. <laughs> Uploading um, yeah. photos. So I post on, on Nike Talk and Soul Collector and um, later on in life on um uh, Instagram and Twitter and yeah. stuff and just the reception I got from those photos were mm-hmm. extremely positive and it just kind of I guess it, it told me like I was doing something right and people were appreciative of of my work yeah. Um, so yeah so because of that I just started dedicating more time and energy towards that okay and do you I know that by the time I I found you on Instagram you were already doing a bit of work, if we could call that, with a finish line. Am I right? Was yeah. That, so the yeah. the reason or the how that came to be was uh, I used to be part, or I am still part of Team Roshi. It's <laughs> you know, I'm it, not it, laughing it's, it's at dead. the. <laughs> I'm I'm more. My reaction is more a commentary on how are these things still around? And it's not that, you know, they shouldn't be because that's great that they're still around. But we, uh, you know, I mean, if you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Roshi's, <laughs> anyways, go, keep going. Sorry. Yeah, so for anyone, uh, anyone that's not aware, Team Roshi, um, it's basically a group of Nike Roshi enthusiasts and we came together through Nike Talk. See, Nike Talk works. <laughs> <laughs> Years we ago, came together yes, Nike Talk. Yeah, years ago, back yeah. in, in my younger days, um, and from that it became a Facebook group, and from Facebook it became an Instagram page, yeah. And that grew. I think at its peak, it was around three hundred thousand followers on Instagram. Yeah, that's insane, man. It is right. Yeah, and um, yeah. So Finish Line was the first company that reached out to Team Roshi to to work with us. Yeah, uh, and they started seeing us product and giving us like first access to news and stuff like that. And um, through that, because I was the one that was mainly running their Instagram account at the time, oh, nice. um, team, uh, sorry, Finish Line noticed uh, my personal account and then yeah. it branched out to working with me as Sean Go directly. Very nice, very nice. Yeah, okay. And um, I think you mentioned uh, Team Roshi being invited to Beaverton. Yeah, man, yeah. that's... That. Walk me through that. Tell me <laughs> everything. Like, how? Who got the email? <laughs> so, uh, this was like so. This was at our peak, around yeah. when we were at like 300k. The momentum was on like Nike all Talk, there. Yeah. The peak on Nike Talk, yeah. Oh no, I mean like on, on, on <laughs> this guy, man. This guy. This interview's done. This interview's done. No, <laughs> I'm. A... You ain't got the answers. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go. Sorry, I'm gonna go. Um, I want to no, hear this. Uh, go. So yeah, Team Roshi, we were um, at the peak of the Roshi hype, uh, yeah. and I don't remember. I don't remember how, because we we were in contact with Dylan Rash, who is the designer okay. of uh, of the Roshi, and I think he must have pulled some strings, and he invited. I think there was about like seven or eight of us. Um, we were like the, the, the core, like the core yeah. members of Team Moshi that kind of ran things. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they invited us to fly into Beaverton. 
Uh, we toured the Nike World Headquarters campus. They, we sat down with the Nike Sportswear team to discuss like what the audience likes and dislikes about the Roshi, uh, and then they gifted us uh, like a PE Roshi oh, with, with like yeah. there's like Team Roshi branding on the on the tongue and the back heel. Sick. Yeah. So that Insane. was. Uh, yeah, okay. that's crazy. So. Uh... Uh, I don't know if you can talk about the details, but like they invited you out. Did you guys have to like pay your own way and stuff, or? Uh, certain things were comped. Okay. okay, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, that's cool. But th- just just so it's clear, if anyone from Portland ever invites me anywhere and I have to pay my own way, I'm paying my own freaking way. Like I'm, <laughs> I'll be there. <laughs> that's oh, the I'm only a, response. I would have yeah. paid everything, man, if I had to. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. Yeah um okay very cool you so you got to tour the campus right and this yeah. seminary guys is a lot it I, I don't know i don't know like i'm it's not like i get invited to nike anytime or often or whatever but like seven or eight guys seems like a big crew to like bring into like the campus and then they 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 gave you a little tour did they um did you get to use any of the stuff there? They have the court there. I know they have a basketball court. They have like an outdoor basketball court. They had like, was it a day thing or like a few day thing? It was being on on the Nike campus was just a day thing. So unfortunately, okay. we didn't get to like use the facilities, but we did get uh, access to the Nike employee store, which is always nice. That, yes. that 50% off perk. Yes. And no tax. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, I remember uh, I've been to uh, Portland once, like, and like the employee store. What I remember the most is um, when you buy the shoe when you check out. I don't, I don't know if they still do that. They stamp the shoe. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. yeah. Em- yes, for employee store. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> That's a reminder that I got. It. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Oh, and how did they? Um, did you guys know that they were gonna gift you uh, like a PE Roshi? No, we didn't. Like, we didn't know. Like, they, I think they'd asked for our sizes, but we thought, mm-hmm. like, you know, yeah. could have been anything. A little bit of not something with our not something with the Team Roshi logo for sure. Was it because uh, if I remember correctly, the Team Roshi logo was like a a big tree, right? Yeah, 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 that tree. I like it. I like that logo a lot. It's very, it's very zen, like very, like yeah, chill. for sure. And they put that logo on the shoe, or just yeah. the wordings. The whole, the actual team Roshi, like the word mark and the the tree in the middle. That that's pretty big. I I gotta say because, right? They're putting another logo on their product, which is yeah, very cool and yeah, uh, very flattering. Man, definitely crazy experience. Is that your only time uh, in Portland? Uh, I went back maybe. Four years ago, okay. with my uh, with my now wife, but we were just like oh, just vacationing. Chill. But we, uh, I hit up like someone, and we we went to the ES again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let. I don't know if anyone's listening from uh, Portland, but like, do, if you had the choice between the tour again and to chit chat with everyone, or hit hit up the employee store, which which. which... <laughs> uh, I gotta go with. They're the both tour, good, though. right? Like, They're both I, super I go good. With the tour. <laughs> Unless you're, because I think like people line up now to get like the the super hype stuff. Like the employees have to like oh, line up. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, then it's not worth it. I mean, it is worth it, but not like... for for different reasons. Yeah. yeah yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the tour is cool. See, did you get to we? Did we go into the Michael Jordan building? Did you go into it? Yeah. Yeah, they've all like the the OG Jordans, right? Like the retro, yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, like yeah. the one to like fourteen or whatever, just lined up. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. It's, yeah. Everything. Did you go into the cafeteria? Which is like the weirdest question, but did you go? Yeah, there? yeah, yeah. We did. We did. And did you see the table that's reserved for Phil Knight? No, I don't think I saw. No. That. <laughs> no. I There's think a booth. Just like walk by. Okay, so we went in there because we we were three people, and we just. We're just walking around, and uh, we go into the cafe, and we actually ate there. But uh, yeah, there's a there's like a booth, and it no one sits there. It says reserved for film night, and there's a newspaper, like the daily newspaper there <laughs> set set there for him. Like oh man, yeah, pretty funky. That's it crazy. was great. Everything we and when we were there, Kaepernick was there. 
Like you saw him or Yeah, he walked into the oh. calf with his crew oh, and yeah. all the Nike people. This is way before though. This is way before um the kneeling and everything. Uh what year was it? Frick, I don't remember. But it was way before, like two thousand fifteen, sixteen ish. Anyways. So yeah, yeah he walked nice. in and then uh we saw him in like the the courtyard, like the middle of all the buildings and stuff. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Did you guys like say hi to him or he was kind of no, like you're not allowed. <laughs> oh. You weren't allowed to like he had security but not like on him, just yeah, a perimeter, like a few guys. And like everyone there is like a Nike employee, right? So they know the protocol. But yeah. we weren't Nike employees. So my friend was trying to take a pic of him. <laughs> but they're like, no, 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 don't do it. like act yeah. as if you've been here before. <laughs> So my friend, she stood like super far and she did the reverse selfie, like nice. taking a selfie and kept them in the background type thing. But yeah, that was cool. It. Yeah. Dope. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, Portland, that was cool. Uh, in your sneaker photography, uh, do you prefer, so there's, I always see it as two different types of shots. Either you're doing like product shots or you're doing like lifestyle shots, right? Where I think the lifestyle shots, mm -hmm. you get to be a bit more creative. And I think I mentioned to you that what there was one photo from you that really, really caught my eye. It was like the moon landing Air Max. And you were, and it, the idea is so simple. Like you're standing like in a field of gravel, mm -hmm. but the way that you shot it and the lighting and the angle made it look like you were on the moon. Yeah, yeah, I remember that picture. Yeah. So, do you um these days I assume that you focus more on product shooting or like product with a slight twist of lifestyle into it? Maybe you could walk us through the process of how you choose what type of photo you're going to take for whatever product. It's interesting because like it's not like I have like a like a game plan or like a okay. set like method whenever I'm shooting my pic my pictures. Um, I kind of just go by the feel, like what, what I'm, what I envision. Like usually if I'm shooting a specific shoe, like I, I hold it in hand and I think like, what can I do with mm -hmm. this? And then mm -hmm. usually something just kind of pops in my mind and I kind of know like what realistically I can do. Like if, yeah, if I need like certain props or whatever, or what I can get accessible uh, in hand and stuff like that. But, it's not like I'm trying to steer it in one way or the other. It's just more so on a on a case by case basis. Something just kind of speaks to me, and then I try to execute that through a okay. through a photo, through a photo, right? So, all right. So it's like a feeling thing. You get look at the shoe, and you, say, you look like this type of shoe. Yeah, or this type exactly. Of shoe. Man, I'd be because for the amount of sneakers or apparel that you receive, I would find it like. Uh, nerve-wracking to not know what to do with the shoe before i get it so yeah props to you man i i don't i have to have like a game plan or else i'm like yeah eh. and do you get <laughs> do you what i there's some things some shoes that have like a theme to them right like uh for example uh sour patch kids for like those mm -hmm. armor uh, curries right or uh just recently there's like a lego adidas sneaker right do, do you do you do you see a line where the picture becomes too themed like it's just too too themed like you're you're falling under the the cheesy zone right so do you i don't know do you work with that line or do you try to figure out uh, let's stay away from being too themed and just focus on the shoe or yeah, I don't think there's like a there's like a right or wrong answer. Um, at the end of the day, like I think the quality and composition of your photo kind of speaks for yourself. Like it yeah. could be super cheese, but if you execute it in a killer way and you pull yeah. it off, then hey, buy, buy more power to you, right? And okay. at the same time, you could like for like the sour patch, uh, yes. sour patch kids curry. Maybe you don't even want any product placement in it, and you just want to put it against like. A, a wall that's like a similar color 
but if you pull that off and the composition, all that stuff looks good, then, you yes. know, so to me, like, I don't really like, I'm not like judge and jury on whether something's too much cheese or not. Like okay. just go by, you know, how you feel and then do your thing. Right. And yeah. let the work speak for itself. Do you, so you don't, this next question is kind of touchy, right? Uh, so you, you can decide not to answer and we'll just leave it at that. But when you get a shoe and sometimes the shoe is not necessarily your speed, okay? It's just, it's an it's a shoe, but it's technically not something that you're a super fan of. Would you then think of using more props to enhance the photo so that your pro your product meaning your photo taking stays up to par do you, do you understand what i'm trying to get to or like uh, what my question is you're, you're saying if, if the shoe is a shoe i don't like or sorry what, what was the yeah so let's say i get a shoe that i don't particularly like Okay, like I look at the shoe, I'm like, this is not really something I would wear, and I I don't know if I would uh, try to buy it myself. I'm gonna, but I need to take a good photo, so I'm mm -hmm. gonna prop up the photo by using a lot of props or mm, something got it, got it, got it. to punch up the photo to make it special to offset my feel, yeah. my true feelings yeah. about the shoe. Yeah. That I 100% I agree with, actually. Um, yeah. If it's something like universally liked, universally liked, and it's a super hype shoe, maybe yes. you just need to just you know have some good lighting, put it on yes, like sir. the floor or something, and people are like, whoa, it's a, uh, it's the <laughs> yeah. uh, you know whatever Chicago Jordan one, like everyone loves that. Yeah. Uh, but if it's something like I'm not gonna name names, but another shoe that yes. people don't like as much, then yeah, you definitely would need to up your creativity, up the you know. The, the the work that goes behind that, yeah. that photo uh, okay. to enhance it and to make it more appealing. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. All right. I, I need to, <laughs> when I see people's photos, I try to go behind the scenes and see, mm -hmm. okay, this is what they're trying to do and this is why they did it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, okay, you know what bothers me a lot? And this is, it's nothing personal, but uh, you, you live in Toronto. I live in yeah. Montreal. A lot of the brands are from Toronto or have a headquarters in Toronto. And when they ship out product, it gets to you before it gets to me because <laughs> I'm in Montreal because <laughs> of shipping time, you know. And then you, sir, are extremely fast with your turnaround <laughs> in terms of taking photos and producing a video, thus putting pressure on me <laughs> to produce right away as well. <laughs> And I'm I'm not saying and see I don't get as much stuff as you do, so when I do get something, and then you are applying pressure, <laughs> then it's a lot of pressure on me. Okay, so yeah, maybe it is a little personal. <laughs> uh, that's all I gotta say, Mr. Sean Go. Uh, that being said, I think I did ask you before how long it takes you to uh, actually get the product, shoot, and then actually also record a review video mm -hmm. and what did you say um i said roughly around like four hours four, from four start hours. to finish and yeah. the the problem with i guess not a problem it's the issue i have is because i'm not only creating content for uh for youtube yeah. i'm also creating content at the same time for my instagram page Okay. So the bottleneck usually in the process is taking the photos for Instagram because um, YouTube, it's sort of formulaic. Like I okay. have like a set background, um, take those B-roll footage, um, then record myself, do the on-feet, all that stuff, and then put it all together. But okay. then with the photos, I can't be as repetitive. I'm always trying to be uh, find something new and a new way to capture mm -hmm. the shoes. So that requires me like, you know, walking around the neighborhood or like, just thinking about like ways I can take these photos. So that takes like a good chunk of time. So I know a lot of YouTubers, um, I guess they don't focus on taking, or they don't focus on their photography. So yeah. um, their thumbnails, for example, would be just them like holding the shoe or yeah. like 
just like the shoe on a white background or something like that. Whereas yeah. for me, I really want uh, my photography to be something I leverage uh, to make me different than a lot of the other content creators on YouTube. Yeah, definitely. I, I see that for sure. Some people, yeah, diff- more more lines on your your uh, resume, photographer, YouTube. Yeah, I guess you can say uh, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so maybe you can walk us through the the timeline of one project. Let's say, like you already mentioned that the Instagram photo is the bottleneck. So I assume you you get the shoe, and first order of business is photos. Uh, usually it's the, like the detailed shots, like the B-roll footage. So like the, the close-ups of like all the different angles, because sometimes I wear the shoe for the photos. And once you do that, the the soul's like done, right? Yeah. Oh, shoot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So B-roll, B-roll video and then photos. And then, then it's kind of up in the air. Then it depends on like the time of the day. If my if my wife's home, because um, like I'm I'm recording out of my condo, uh, yeah. and if she's home, it's kind of unfair for her to be like I'm like hey you know can you be quiet for like half an hour or something? <laughs> I'd rather not for, for many reasons. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, it depends on like timing, um, but it's I balance between recording myself. Um, if the timing of the day is right, the sunlight is good, then I'll do the on feet on my balcony and then, um, and then taking the photos like usually outside. Okay. Yes. All right. And then you do your, then you do your, uh, your kind of your intro, uh, info, shoe info portion. I call it your monologue when you're in the front of the camera to start the video. Yeah. So again, it it depends on like the timing of the day, but those three, like the on feet, uh, monologue and the uh, the foot the still footage or still yeah. photos those three kind of interchangeable okay 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 gotcha all right and uh, so let's dive into your youtube career mm-hmm. all right uh do you remember around what year you started that yeah i started it um i think july 2016 okay i think yeah july i think it was july 2016 okay um see i i base a lot of time liming time liming time lining (laughs) (laughs) time lining uh according to 2016 because 2016 uh is when i think converse got involved with a lot of us canadian content creators right yeah so, um, I know Converse invited uh, you out to New York at a certain point, and you were part of a crew of uh, content creators that did YouTube. You just happened to also uh, be very good at photography, but most of your crew were YouTubers, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, maybe you, and you, I think you told me that was your first invitation out of country to do like a sneaker project or sneaker activation yeah at that point my youtube was i don't remember the exact date but it was my channel was still very fresh um okay. but um and i'd worked with brands uh before just in terms of like getting seeded product and then yeah. making reviews and taking photos uh for those products but that converse invitation was the first time a brand uh, not only has ever like flown me out of the country, but is by far like the biggest, uh, yeah. what do you want to call it? Like experience I've ever yeah. taken part of. Yeah. How many days was that? It was, was it like two, I think two, two or yeah. two or I think two days. Yeah, so P- I don't know if people realize how big that is. Like, so they're, they're flying you out. They're, they're, covering your your hotel accommodations they're feeding you yeah for like two good, full like days good food too it wasn't just like oh, mcdonald's you know like, yeah, yeah 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 It it's not like they give you like a a, a ticket and you here use this this gift card somewhere <laughs> it's they take you to restaurants yeah yeah legit yeah and uh and your days are full 
Did you have any yeah. time? Did, did you have any downtime during that? Uh... There, there was a there's a couple hours where um, me and like other a few of the other guys were able to like explore uh, New York mm -hmm. for a bit. But for the most part, there was like certain times that were blocked off throughout the day that we had to be at certain places to do certain things. <laughs> I was uh, I was late all the time. <laughs> I guess, so I got invited to uh, New York as well with Converse, uh, not on the same trip as Sean, but like previously. And uh, I, yeah, I was late often or like really like, where are you, Chris? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm on my way. <laughs> Who would you go with? Uh, on your trip? Uh, so yeah, on my trip, it was the first time that I met Christian uh, from Sneaker Talk <clears throat> and Thomas from uh, Heat Ledger. And uh, then there was the guys, the people from Sidewalk Hustle were there. Nice. And, so this was uh, yeah. is it purely like Canadian or? Well, we, so the activation was for also Converse. Uh, I think it was the Converse Modern. And there, all the big blogs were invited from all around, around the, around the, the, uh, the world. Sorry. Sneaker Freaker were there. Nice. Sneaker Freaker, a lot of like European, um, Entities were there. Nice kicks. Uh, the shoe game. Like, we hung out with uh, G-Rock, Juan, back when he was uh, with uh, Kicks on Fire. Uh, and uh, Jacques, Jacques Slade. <laughs> nice. like a, wow, crazy. But, like, I felt, I felt left. I didn't feel left out. But, like, dude, we come down the elevator, and we're in the lobby. And then Jacques Slade was there, and he's talking to Heat Ledger and Christian. And they're like, what do you guys do? They're like, YouTube. And I said, like, yeah, YouTube gang. And I'm like, what do you do? I'm like, I, I, do, a, I do a blog. <laughs> they're like, oh, really? Where? I go from Montreal. And they're like, Montreal? <laughs> I spoke to uh, this girl, Shannon? Sharon? Oh, dude, I forget. Oh, this is so bad, I forget her name. But she goes, uh, she goes, uh, oh, I go, hi, my name's Chris. And she's like, hi. And uh, she goes, so what, what outlet are you uh, with? And I'm like, outlet. Oh, that's a good word. So what outlet are you with? I'm like, uh, the Bragg Affair. She's like, oh. I go, from Montreal. She's like, oh. I go, how about you? She's like, nice kicks. I'm like, oh, wow. I go, how long have you been with them? She's like, oh, I'm the co-founder. I'm like, damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I go, what am I doing here? <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, yeah, I felt out of place, man. But, uh, yeah, and then the me being late to everything was kind of uh, <laughs> put a lot of uh, uh, pressure. You, know, you, you just had one job, man. Just show up. Show up I know. Time, I know. I, I was just late to everything, and I, like, upset people. But, yeah, anyways, it was so fun. But, yeah. Um. So so you go you you get invited to New York. Um how how did you feel when you got the invitation? Like you you've been you've been doing photography for a lot of brands. You just started your YouTube and you get invited. Yeah. Did you know it was like a YouTube centric crew? Um no, not at the time. Um okay. I got that email from uh shout out to Mickey, formerly <laughs> from Converse. Yeah. Um yeah i remember distinctly i was like is this is this real life i'm like because it yeah. said on the email like we'll be flying you to new york city for yeah. like the two days or something and i was like what <laughs> so i told my, my my uh yeah my then girlfriend at the time i'm like yo like, this is actually happening yeah 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 so yeah, it was uh just unreal and then um like going there i kind of felt like like you in many ways because I felt like I was like small potatoes. Like, mm -hmm. like who am I? Like, I don't know. I just take pictures. Yeah. But then I'm like, it was a very YouTube focused group. So there was, yeah. um, sneaker talk again was there. Mm -hmm. Um, six reviews from Toronto. Uh, there was uh, Seth Fowler who was much smaller at the time. Like he's, he's probably now like close to a million subscribers now, but yeah, I think yeah. at the time he was probably like, but was he, he wasn't part of your crew because so, uh, f for those who, don't know like converse will have a rep for e every country and they bring in their people right so so mickey mm -hmm. was in charge of the canadian people canadian content creators and she would be our handler right 
basically our mom for for the whole trip. Uh, yeah. But like Seth, he's American. Was he part of another crew or? I'm not sure because our because when we went up for meals, it was just the Canadian crew. Yeah. Um, but for some reason, like there was, I guess there must have been another rep representing like the states because uh-huh. Seth Fowler was there. Um, Kick Genius, those the the two guys. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they don't. I don't think they're together anymore. But at the time, like they were there, and then like. Emily Oberg was there, so there's a lot of like heavy, heavy hitters, and I'm just walking in like, well, okay, like, <laughs> and, and I don't normally vlog, like, I don't do vlogs either, but like, yes, I, that was like an experience I had to, uh, I had to do that for. document, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just just on a personal level, just to remember it, right? And do you? Uh, so, you, I I was super nervous. Were you nervous going into this? I rem- do you remember? Uh, I think I called you. Do you remember that? Yeah, one hundred percent. You called me, and I think th- was this the first time we spoke, or we? I think maybe we chatted on Instagram, but we yeah, we spoke on the phone, and you called me, and you you asked me, so what? What did you do? Like, what did I do while I was there? And I think I said, well, look, the especially Mickey, uh, she's very good at knowing her people like who she's bringing along to whatever event so she knew exactly what you did and to just do what you normally do because that's why they quote unquote signed you on to this project right mm-hmm. but also i just had um because i wasn't a big blog i figured i had to be first <laughs> first to produce something first to get out there so if there's any chance of them noticing me, it's because, oh, wait, someone already put something out. <laughs> Let's look at that. And then he goes, oh, that's, it's that guy. It's, um, it's that guy that didn't know who uh, the Nice Cakes co-founder yeah, was. It, yeah, th- that guy. <laughs> um, yeah, being noticed for something good rather than something embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, being first out was tr- kind of my, like, I think that's my only opening so during my, I don't, I don't remember if I told you this, but I said, just have a game plan. And I think I did tell you that throughout the whole trip, I was writing. I was writing my articles and publishing stuff while it was happening so that I'd be first out. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Did, did I, my, I remember uh, that. Did my phone call alleviate any of the... Uh, anxiety <laughs> oh yeah, yeah definitely um just to have someone like wh- who's walked those steps before yeah. to prep me on what to do, what to expect and what to do but yeah at the end of the day like i i i think you like you said like you, i was chosen to be invited for a reason yes um yeah. they appreciate what you do so i was like all right so i'm just gonna do what i normally do which is take nice pictures and yeah put up you know, a semi-decent video, which I, which I did. And um, it was a little bit different because I don't have a blog and I don't like write articles and stuff like that. So instead of like posting on the fly, it was more so um, like Instagram story updates and um, uh, just getting my, my video up uh, pretty much the next day after I landed back in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing you can hope for. And the, 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 the tricky thing about content creation and doing these trips and, during activations is you, you never know if um, what you're doing is right until afterwards. Yeah, for After, sure. Yeah, you put it out and then the response is what tells you if it's good or not. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how seasoned you are or how new you are at this thing. So yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely like to me, that trip was like a, a kick in the butt. Not not that I was slouching or anything, but it was it, at that point I was like, Yo, I'm excited about doing this stuff now. Do you yeah, feel like Yeah, for sure. Right? You feel like, like... I think that was um after that it was like okay, like I I've taken it to another level where Yeah. I I'm, I'm being invited with like the caliber of people that I was with. Mm. It was like I felt like I could really, you know, take advantage of this and then and, and take it to the next level. So, do you and now we're four years later, almost. 
And uh, your what's what's your YouTube subscriber count at now? Uh, as of as of now, I think it's eighty three, eighty four thousand. Yeah, monster man. Do you feel like, um, what do you what do you like about the YouTube game, and what do you like about versus not versus what do you like about the photo game? But just tell me what you like out about both. Like what each of them give you. Mm-hmm. For Instagram, uh, definitely it would be the the outlet for my my creativity. Uh, okay. I've loved taking photos since high school. Um, yeah. And I've loved shoes since high school. So marrying those two passions is and having Instagram as that outlet is like the perfect perfect blend for me. Um. On the other hand, Instagram, I don't know, what what do I don't like? I guess there's a lot of clout chasing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, well, we've kind of touched on it before about, like, cheesiness. (laughs) I see. You you didn't mention, like, you didn't have so much of a problem with it, but I was like, "Eh, the purpose of this photo is what? And, yeah. I don't know know if it's no, it's, it's not really the cheese factor. It's more so people uh, not being like true to themselves and they're posting certain things or like doing things in a certain way because that's like hot or because that's going to get them followers and recognize and stuff like that. So basically they're, they're doing things for the purpose of trying to get clout and get famous and get recognized, which... Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're if you're not being true to yourself, I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. I see that for sure. Yeah. Definitely a pet peeve. Uh, and YouTube, what what what's a good side of YouTube? Like, what has YouTube given you back? Yeah, huge man. The YouTube thing is huge. I'm at the end of the day, like, I still am someone that I don't like being in front of the camera. I, I much prefer being. The one shooting my pictures and videos, uh, this, but this YouTube. Like, that, sorry, this is the dude that asked me if we could record this Zoom meeting. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it really pushed me out of my my shell. It pushed me out of my comfort zone uh, okay. when I decided to do it back in in 2016. I was like, I'm gonna take a risk. You know, if this if this bombs, at least I tried. You know, I'll yeah. have like one or two videos, and then you know that, that's it. But. Um, like even to this day, like I'm still trying to develop my my presence in front of the camera and be more comfortable, and um, yeah, I think seeing the reception I've gotten and the growth that I've gotten on the channel, it's been amazing. Like I did not expect. Like for example, like I'll, I'll be browsing Reddit, okay, on like on the sneakers uh, subreddit, uh, and then there'll be like a post about like. I don't know, like sneaker or YouTube or something, something. And then I'll see people mention like, oh, like, I don't mess with that guy, but I do. I do watch these channels. And then sometimes my name will be mentioned with yeah. like Jacques Slade and oh, Seth cool. Fowler yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. like like Fomer and like, I'm like, these guys are like, I look up to these guys yeah. and I'm being put on that same level. It's still kind of weird. Like I'm still just, I feel like a regular guy, but people are like, oh, like, yeah, his, his content's crazy. He's, he's a really genuine guy. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's all true. I mean, uh, if anything, we know what we're getting from Sean Go when we tune into the YouTube, your YouTube videos or even your photos, because I, I use you as like a reference for a lot of information for sneakers and, uh, the occasional text to you at night saying, is this shoe worth it? And you know exactly what to answer to me. Like you, you tell me if it's, if it's, if it's a hit or if it's a miss or they could have done better or, you know, I always get a straight answer from you. And from there I'm able to gauge whether I should be looking into the shoe a bit more or I should just brush it aside. So I appreciate that from, from the Sean go uh, productions. <laughs> <laughs> Um. All right. Let's. Uh. Let's. I think we'll get you one. Get one more answer out of you. One more question out of you. 
and then we'll call it a, an, an episode. Um, in terms of being recognized as a YouTuber and let's say a photo taker, does it matter to you much that we tag you as a the Canadian YouTuber, a Canadian photo taker, Canadian, or you much rather, you know, be thought of as just, just a YouTuber, just a photo taker? Um, you know, on one hand, um, like I, I'm, I'm very proud to be a Canadian. Yeah. And I think if I was not living in Canada, yeah, I definitely wouldn't have grown to where I am today. And I think you can agree to that as well on your end. Yes. Yes, sir. Like being in Canada where we're, I guess, bigger fishes in a much smaller pond. Whereas if I was trying to start this from scratch down South in the States, there's so much competition and so much like the brands are working with these giants in the industry already. So it would be very tough for, for you and I to, to crack, to crack the, the radar of these brands. Right. Yeah. So, so on that end, like I'm very grateful that, that I'm uh, in Canada. On the other hand, um, I think my content, well, first off, the majority of my audience is actually from the U.S. Uh, by far, mm-hmm. uh, a lot. Um, and I, at the end of the day, content is content. And I think yes, the stuff I produce, it doesn't really matter that i'm in canada or north america or wherever like it's just hopefully people see it as just good quality content regardless of what i look like where i'm from or whatever you know yeah 100 percent. all right uh, i lied i'm gonna ask you one more question <laughs> go for it man. do you feel <laughs> like you've had an effect on sneaker culture and then we can go uh, a bit more precise in Canada. Do you have? Do you feel like you've had an effect on sneaker culture in Canada, or even like uh, throughout North America? If you want, if you you think that's part of uh, the answer. Yeah, I, I would say so. Um, specifically, well, not only it's both YouTube and Instagram, but it. The reason I say that is because I'll encounter random people sometimes that mm-hmm. will um, either they, they recognize me on the street or um, like we'll, we'll eventually meet after like years after they've been following me and they'll, yeah. they'll say to me like, you know, either like we really appreciate your content or, um, you know, they were, they were trying to find information on xyz and then mm-hmm. uh, they found my channel and it was really helpful so things like that really makes me feel good that i'm i'm doing something positive for the culture and it's not just a channel full of uh clickbait and i'm not just yes sir solely talking about like hyped shoes which i do sometimes but uh, my channel and the content i do isn't solely dedicated on on those sort of things and i yeah. think uh, um like hearing that positive feedback is is uh very good to hear you know i think i saw once you posted in your stories how um was it a StockX uh rep an employee like a uh, was dealing with one of your cases like you were in contact with them and then they were like by the way are you the oh, sean yeah. go from youtube yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i think was it was it StockX or probably StockX. I don't remember. I think it was stock. Yeah, something like that. But um, I had an issue with, uh, I don't know, was it a sale or an order? And uh, the person that replied back, because they can see my name and, uh-huh. and info and stuff. And they're like, they gave me the generic <laughs> response first. And then they're like, at the bottom, it's like, by the way, are you are you Sean Go the YouTuber? If you are, uh, I'm a big fan. And, uh, you know, like, thanks for, for doing what you do. Which yeah, is which is crazy. Right? Funny in a way, oh. but flattering as well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Those are the best like type of responses. Like for me, I was like, Oh wow, that's so cool. Like for me to see that coming from you, I'm like, damn, look at that dude go. That's when it's like <laughs> random people make it a point to come out to you and say, Hey man, I check your shit out. And you're like, fuck yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Sean, Hey man, thanks for doing this uh, take number two <laughs> with me. 
I can't promise that the audio on this recording is good as well. So maybe, hey, maybe we'll go to a third round. We'll see. No, it should be all right. Uh, it, so if the people want to find uh, what you do, uh, why don't you give them uh, some of your, your tags, your usernames? Yeah, sure. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at SGO8. So that's SGO8. Uh, my Twitter, for some reason, it was banned about a year ago. I don't know why. <laughs> but my new and improved Twitter is Sean.go. So S-E-A-N-D-O-T-G-O. And uh, YouTube, of course, YouTube.com slash Sean.go. Very cool. Um, so thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sneaker People pod. Uh, you can find our... Um, uh, any of our episodes on the sneaker podcast channel uh, the link will be in the bio of the instagram if you like or you can just go to the the sneaker podcast instagram at the sneaker podcast uh, i am chris chu you can find me at christopher.chu um, tune in next time when uh, we'll interview another sneaker person and uh hope you enjoyed everything Drop us a DM if you have any suggestions or any comments. And uh, thank you for being a part of this. Peace.